Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback for Daily for Saturday, the 7th of September. Um, there's not really much going on apart from some international football that we can't wait to get out of the way uh, before we concentrate and start looking towards Liverpool uh, v Newcastle early next Saturday. Um, but we are going to fill the week with quizzes. We're going to fill the week with talking to fans from other clubs. Um, I hope people enjoyed the talk we had with um, Flav, the support, the sports supporter, and also uh, Pete Selby, the Leicester supporter. Uh, the quizzes have been really popular. People have been listening and, and sending us feedback, so um, long may that continue. If you are watching, feel free to join in on the quiz. It's absolutely... Join in, try your answers in there, um, try help me or Kev out. Um, as, uh, this, sh- this show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bu- uh, boogies. Um, it's a gambling app. Um, if you want to go and gamble, go on to Paddy Power, get odds on football, Liverpool. You can get the LFC Day Tripper specials. Um, and you can get everything else for all other sports. UFC is on tonight. You can get the UFC and stuff like that. Um, Rugby World Cup is uh, in the build up. The Ashes is on, stuff like that. So if you do gamble, gamble responsibly and do so with Paddy Power. If you don't gamble, listen, um, just disregard everything I've said. It's, it's not for you, and that's absolutely fine. Um, as I mentioned in the intro there, Kev is on tonight, Kev O'Sullivan, a regular listener and a regular um, contributor to this podcast. Uh, Kev, how are you? I'm good, Kev. How are you? I'm good. Evening, everyone. I'm good, I'm good. Um, just the international football is going to happen, and Jeannie played well last night. Does, does that clip of the goal going around? Trent didn't play for England today, but Henderson started and came off after about 70 minutes. Oxley chamberlain got about 20 minutes. Um, but other than that, there's not really much going on, is there? No, it's all been quiet. Uh, no drama, unless you're a Watford fan, and then you just realise you've lost your manager. Yeah, but other than that, yes, I, apparently they got um, a replacement ready made in, so it's just typical Watford, isn't it? And who, is, I was looking, who is this replacement? It was Kiki Sanchez Flores. He was there before. Oh, oh, okay. And 
he's back in. But by all accounts, I was looking at, there was a thing floating around about his record and comparing it to Solskjaer's. All right. And Thanks. the guy, the guy that got rid of has actually got a better record over the last 16 games than what Solskjaer's got. So when you go talking to a Man United fan, ask him how squeaky his bum is. <laughs> you know what? Going into the rest. You know what? You're, you're saying that to me and, um, Barry that was on last night said, listen, you need to go and watch Roy Keane and Gary Neville on the off the ball roadshow. They spoke about United quite a lot and <coughs> he feels that there's a lot of stuff I could ask the United fan about. I'm not too sure what I'm going to ask the United fan about. I'm being honest and that may sound ridiculous, but, um, I, I really want to see what he feels about Solskjaer, what he feels about the summer they had, how they've started, the usual stuff I've gone through with other, um, I've gone through with other, uh, yeah. you know, fans. And, and to be honest with you, Pete Selby the other night, the Leicester fan was amazingly honest. He was top. He was top, 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 top notch. Yeah. He was absolutely yeah, top he was. And he was very honest. He was realistic as well, in fairness. He was, he was very realistic. I thought the Spurs fan was a bit, you know, he, he thinks their club is in a better shape than what it really is. They're they're going into a season with a lot of key players aging and running their contracts down. And for whatever good transfers they've signed, I think they're they're this is their last year. I think this is their last year where Pochettino could go and the key players they've signed had over the last few years could go and I think they're in a world of trouble. You really believe that? I don't think they have. Yeah, I don't think Levy has a long-term vision. Where we have a long-term vision, Man City have a long-term vision. They're replacing players now for the next two years or so. United are in terrible shape. I think Leicester are a, good, are a top six club in the, in the making with the transfers they've got and the age of the squad. Okay. And I, I honestly think Spurs... I look at them and I think, I watched Kane today and he was busy up front for England. And I watched him for Spurs and he's dropping. Yeah, but two of them were penalties. But at the end of the day, he, he, for Spurs, he's dropping deep. He's not getting the final ball. Ericsson looks half, half hearted. Lamella's playing now where Lamella couldn't get a kick for a long time. You know, I, I honestly, I look at Spurs and I think, yeah, they're going to get top, top three by default. Because Chelsea and others are in terrible shape. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 this could be a weird season. This could really could be a weird season. Do you know? Do you know something? Where it wouldn't be a bit. Do you know what? The, do you know what the funny thing is? And I, I spoke to Flav about Kane the night, and I didn't want to get into the the diving thing because no. I, I was trying to look more on the, you know, the the actual football being played and stuff like that. And I just feel that Kane. I don't know whether Spurs have changed the way they're trying to play and it just doesn't sue him when you would have thought everything they would do would try, be tried to sue him. And I had a little think after the conversation about what way would I go in at Spurs. And I can't understand for the life of me why he's not trying to get Son and Mora each side of Kane. And, you know, Ericsson, Ericsson, you know, Ericsson, Son, Mora behind Kane and just play two in the midfield, whether that's, you know, Winks, and, Wink, Winks and, and Bele or, or whatever. Like, you know, it's just. Yeah, well. Whether he play, thinks Ndombele needs time to bed into the league, mm. or he doesn't. I mean, he left Wanyama go, he left Dembele go, and you look at it, he's got Eric Dyer is what you call their real holding holding midfielder, and you look at it and you think yeah, you're. <laughs> it's worrying in a, in a lot of ways for the league that that squad with all of the faults and little tweaks that it needs. Is going to get third, you know. Where 
well, we'll, we'll, have, have, we'll, we'll have to see what way it levels out, Kev. You know, it's, it's yeah. four games oh, yeah. in and I'm not, look, I think Liverpool are a fantastic football team and that's not because I'm a Liverpool fan. You know, like my brother, I played golf with my brother today and he doesn't really care. He, he likes football, don't get me wrong. He's not a big Premier League fan. I think if he, he, he liked Newcastle for a long time. Um, but he, he said to me out this morning, no one will catch Liverpool. And I said, ah, four games in, he said, no one will catch them. And that's just him being, and I said, no, four games in, don't be, don't be, you know, that's, I, I know where, listen, you I really like your opinion, but it's four games in. It's the same with good at clubs. Like, I think the sacking of Garcia or Grazia, whatever his name is, at, at, um, at Watford out of four games is ludicrous. You know, it really, really is. Like, I think he's one point, but if you look at United, United have, is a six. You know? It's, it, you know what I mean? No, it, four. They're on four. They have a win, a loss, and a draw. Yeah. Two, two, two draws. The five points. Two draws, a win. Five points. Yeah, five. Five points off four you know, games. That's it, yeah. You know, it's just... Uh, I think people can be a little it's bit... It's a mad league. It's an odd league. It will be yeah, an odd league, but we'll have to see how it levels out. I really want to see yeah. Liverpool come back and be... Um, uh, you know, I really want to see Liverpool come back and, and be on top form against Newcastle and not scrape through it. Someone... <laughs> sorry, um... Sorry, who was it there? Dorwar says, no disrespect, but Gav, where is your neck? Um, <laughs> it's just here, mate. It's just the angle I'm looking down at the camera. Uh, and my t-shirt is buttoned up. Uh, I'm not, I'm not undressing for you, so I can show you my neck. Let's be honest about it. But, um, listen, Kev, I, I'm, I'll probably yeah. have you on during the week in the build up to the Newcastle game. We, we'll see how that goes. I mean, we'll have a little talk about yeah. clubs and the weekend ahead. I'm, I'm going to try and include, um, only uh, by looking at Liverpool that's great but I'm going to try and include in one of the shows looking at some of the main fixtures in the weekend coming up as well because the views on other clubs is uh, people seem to enjoy it on this you know um, so and and the, the, and the viewers seem to have a good grasp on a good grasp on you know other clubs and what, what they're at so um, Barry Carr says Edmundo that's the player that scored isn't it that goal against United in the World Club Championship. It is Edmundo. Absolute headbanger. Thanks for that, Barry. Um, but look, we get into the quiz, right, Kev? Um, ten, uh, quest- 10 questions. I said each. last night in the comments, I'd never do this. I'm absolutely hopeless at quizzes. So if I get one or two, I'll be shocked. Right, okay. Well, let's... let's Honest to God. Let's see how it goes. All uh, right, let's, shoot. let's go for it. Guy says... Uh, Guy says uh, one game at a time. Um, yeah, absolutely one guy, game at a time. John Kelly says, Gav, what night suits you? That's my mate, John Kelly, I presume. Uh, John, I will give you a text after this, um, I promise. Um, right, Kev, do you want to go? F- do you want to ask first or receive a question first? I'll ask first. Okay, mind. go ahead. And I'll ask. Okay, first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor Cody left Liverpool to join what club? <sighs> Jesus, um, it wasn't Wolves anyway. Uh, Connor Cody left Liverpool to join what club? It's a great question to start with. Um, Connor Cody. I'm going to presume it was something in the Championship, considering he stayed in there with Wolves. They might have actually been League One. Oh God, I have it! I have it in my head. I have it in my head. You stayed there for one season, mm. and then went to Wolves. I'm going to say Wigan Athletic, Huddersfield, 
Oh, right. None for one. Right. Um, okay. That, that's a really good question. Huddersfield. Jesus. And they were in League yeah. One. They could have been. Jesus, yeah. Uh, they could have been in League One. That's, that's a mad rise for them. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I think they, he, played, he played nearly a full season. He was only about 18 or something. Okay. And he played 40 odd games in League One. And that's what got him to move. Okay. Cool. Right. First question for me. You ready? And yeah, two. The season 2002, 2003, uh, Stefan Honcho wore what squad number? Four. Incorrect. Two. Number ah, two. Wanker. Sammy Hoopy was number four. Right. Um, Stephen Max says, in all fairness, Gav has some nick. Um, those people ask, <laughs> there was people asking me last night that I do a, an anti-doping test for uh, the quiz and I had a couple of mates on to me last night going, what in the name of Jesus? How are you knowing these things? He said, you weren't even on, you were only answering questions and giving the full back, background on each game. Um, some of them just come to you, some of them don't, like that Connor Cody one didn't. Um, some of them do, some of them don't. It's just how it goes. Um, yeah. but it's just how it is. Right then, here we go. Alright, go on. Who led Liverpool into the Premier League era? Who led Liverpool into the Premier League era? Uh, manager was? Yeah. Uh, Graeme Souness. Yeah. Yeah, Graeme Souness, um, unfortunately. Um, a decision a decision at the time to make him manager didn't seem that bad because Scottish football wasn't as weak as it is now. He done really well at... Um, at Rangers and, and he was a, a hero to a lot of, he was a hero to a lot of fans, you know, in the, in their <clears> days, but it just didn't work for him. He tried to, he tried to, uh, he tried to change too many things at the one time. Like he wanted to get rid of Houghton, Staunton, Beardley, if I remember right as well. Um, you know, just mad stuff, you know, the kind of way, uh, tried to change diets and stuff like that. And it was, he just tried to be, to be too clever, too quick. That's all that happened to Soonish, you know. But I'd, I'd listen. He's my favourite pundit on telly. Without a doubt. He's yeah. very, very good. Yeah, he's my favourite. I think he's he's very knowledgeable of the game. Um, and he, he says what he feels, which I like about him. So that's fair enough. So that's one for me. Yep. Right, next one for you. Um, 2006-2007. The Champions League run, okay. We got beaten by Milan in the final. We beat Chelsea in the semi-final. On penalties at Anfield, but who do we beat in the quarterfinals? It surprised me when I looked this one up. Actually, gonna be honest with you. Uh, was it Bayern? It wasn't Bayern. It was PS. It was PSV Eindhoven. Yeah, PSV Eindhoven, yeah. Uh, Barry Carr said his tiebreaker question is coming. Barry, throw it in there, and me and Kev will try to have a go with it. Um, but 1 0 to me. God, um, I saw After two questions each. Uh, but Barry okay. throw his tiebreaker. Barry came well prepared last night. He had a tiebreaker thing ready. He, he, I don't know. He was, he was willing to go to the ends of the earth um, to see how, how he would get on. But uh, he, he was great fun last night, Barry, I have to say, in fairness to him. Um, Roy, walk away. Your next one. All right, here we go. In 2009, Liverpool beat United at Old Trafford 4-1. Mm-hmm. Who scored the goals? Um, Torres got the first. Yeah. Gerrard scored a penalty. Yeah. Fabarello scored a free kick. 
Yeah. And the Sena lobbed Van der Sar at the last minute. Yeah, you're on fucking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, no, that was um you can't forget that game. You can't forget that game and No, you, but you know when you watch the whole a lot of the, a lot of people forget the Aurelio one. Yeah, you know, you know what the, uh, Paul Tabley is in the house. Paul, I haven't heard from you in a long time. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm very good. Um, Paul is another one that's looking to come on the show and I will contact you as well. As I said, um, other people might tell you they'll have you on their show and they won't. I will. I'll do it every day of the week, lads. Every single day of the week. No problem. Um, but, uh, that game was unbelievable. You know, you yeah. go in front through a Ronaldo penalty. After Jason Park was taken down by Reina, and I thought that day, oh, here we go. Liverpool looked rushed. I think Hippia had to come into the team, didn't he? Because was it Arbaloa went cried off injured? I think it might have been. Yeah, I think I think what happened was I think it was meant to be Arbaloa, Skirtle, Carragher, Aurelio, and I think something happened to Arbaloa. Hippia had to come in, and Carragher had to go right back, if I remember right. Um, but uh, Oh, what a game then. You know, just what a game. And Vidic had another absolute nightmare. He really did. Um, here's a tough one for you, Kev, right? Your third question. Um, on the 10th of April, 2012, Liverpool won 3-2 against Blackburn. But the Blackburn striker missed the penalty in this game. Who was the striker? Blackburn? Mm. Blackburn, Kev, missed the penalty. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll give you a hint. He also played for because Paul Dickoff. No, it was Yakubu. On the 22nd of March 2015, here's Barry's question. Liverpool trailed Man United at half-time. Steven Gerrard was a half-time sub, but infamously only lasted 38 seconds. Who did he come on for? That's a great question. That's a great question. question. So that's 14, 15, the season where we have a nightmare. Um, That's the Balotelli season. Uh, I have it in my head... I have it in my head he comes on for Sousa. But Would he have come on for Lucas? I'm not too sure. I don't, I don't know why I have Sousa in my head. but I, Sousa probably wasn't even at the fucking club at that stage. But why I think Sousa, I don't know. Um, oh, no, Sousa would Yeah, well, I, that's what I have in my head. But I'd have, said, I'd have said Lucas. You'd have said Lucas. Um, Guy says Alan, said or, Lucas. Alan or Lucas. Um, but... Um, We'll have to wait and see. Barry will come in with the, uh, the answer now in a minute. Yeah. Right, your next one. Your fourth one. Okay. Fowler scored the second fastest hat-trick in Premier League history. Mm. How long did it take? Oh, are we going down to the second here? It's, yeah. Or within plus or minus three. Plus or minus three seconds. Right. Uh, <sighs> I know Mane now holds the record. For a, and he holds a record, yeah. For a, for a, you got his, uh, against a, for for Southampton. Southampton. Um, yeah, against. Let me see. Fowler, I'm going to say, was. I'm going to say. Four minutes. 
15 seconds. Yeah. Joe, I'll give it to you 4.33. Oh, well, I can't take Just that. Just to get it to yeah, 4 minutes 33 it was. Right. I think Manez was under 4 minutes. Yeah, I think his was 3 minutes 40 or something. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, Paul, yeah. hey, Paul Tavely wants to know, have I nicked Millie's Rybina? No, I love this uh, stuff. I just put, um, it's uh, my Wadi blackcurrant with sparkling water in it. It's amazing. Um, it's it's keeping me off the, the seven ups and the, the cokes and stuff like that. So uh, that's why I drink it, man. But no, I can't take that one. So I'm, I'm on two out of four. Right, okay. Um, I wouldn't two be fair to take that. Okay. Um, on August the twenty fourth, two thousand and two, Liverpool won three 0 at Anfield against Southampton. Um, a striker in that game scored his fourth goal for the club. Who was the striker? August 24th, 2002, 3-0 win versus Southampton, and this striker got his first goal for Liverpool. Was it Heskey? It wasn't Heskey. It was El Hajj Juf. I'm not even going into a, I'm not even going into a no. yeah, conversation over him. Just that uh, Lalana was the man that uh, Gerard came on for in that game. Lalana. Okay. He came on as a number 10. <laughs> um, yeah, he came off and uh, Gerard went on in that game. Uh, Guy says, a random question for everybody. Are you fans of the players of LFC on social media? Um, do I follow them on social media? Mm, not really. I'm being honest. I, I do follow uh-huh. I do follow Liverpool's Twitter page and stuff. And they come out with good, some good stuff, you know, around training and different things. And the stuff with Milner and Robertson does be quite good. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go looking for players to follow. I'm being honest with you. Um, I, I, I think most of the most of the players' stuff is on Instagram now. Yeah, it you might know, be. It might not, be. Yeah, not many players, not many players engage on Twitter at all. Yeah, and no. to be fair, it's, it's not surprising. No, it's how not. toxic it can. Be. You say anything on Twitter, and it, and it goes absolutely off the wall, doesn't it? Um, right, yes. go on, give me your next one. Okay, Torres and Suarez mm. were top strikers for us. Mm-hmm. Well, who scored more hat tricks? Oh. And how many? And how many? And how many? Jesus. Um, right. Torres gets one away at Reading in a League Cup game. Um, I have to name how many they both got. No, no, no. Just who do you who had more? Suarez or Torres? I would. Torres. Yeah, well, we got the best out of both of these two players, really. So, mm. and they were there long enough. I'm going to say Suarez got more. He did. Um, Suarez had six. Yeah. Torres had four. Well, I I know but Suarez yeah. was getting Suarez was getting um, you know, hatches against. Norwich City every time you played them. Um, I think you yeah. have three hat-tricks against them. So, yeah, I would have went with Suarez. Thinking of so- yeah. Torres yeah. with four hat-tricks, though, is a difficult one. Going to be honest. The signal with that is Suarez believed that he was signing to play with Torres Yeah. when he signed for us. Yeah. I'd have loved to see the two of them playing together. Oh, it would have been unbelievable. Torres, it would have been with Gerard feeding the pair of them. Jesus. Yeah. It would have been savage, wouldn't it? Oh, we- yeah, it would have been. There's, right. it's, it, there's definitely a few of those around that 
you know, the, the ones we came close to signing, wish we did. What ifs? There's loads of them about. Oh, they're absolutely. But yes. that one, would, that one would have been special. It would have been. It would have been. And the, the poor fucker ended up with Andy Carroll. Um, right. Question five. Are you ready? So I have three out of four. Yeah. Um, you're on, you're on, still on zero. Um, I know. Right. Back to the start of the Premier League. Um, 1992-93, Ian Rush made 42 appearances in all competitions for Liverpool. All right? Only one player yeah. made more. And I'm going to tell you it's not a goalkeeper because everyone jumps in and names a goalkeeper. It was not a goalkeeper. But one player made more appearances than Ian Rush in the uh, you know, inaugural Premier League season. Who was it? For us, in that season. 92-93. Nice. And I'll give you another hint. He was an attacking player. It would have been Barnes. It wasn't Barnes. It was Mark Walters. Mark Walters. Yeah, Mark Walters. Okay, yeah. Um, winger. Did, right, give us your Yeah, hint. we got it. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, this is not right. Jack Robinson oh, and Key, Key Hoover are both made their debuts at 16. Mm. But which one was younger? Um, I think Jack Robinson made, Robinson made his debut away at Arsenal. I have a feeling he did. Um, mm-hmm. Keanu Hoover made it at Wolves, if I'm right, yeah. in the cup. Um, yeah. Oh, I'd say it's toy. It is actually. Mm. There's not much time in it. I'd say it's toy. I would... I'm going to go with... The only reason I'm going to go with this player is because when Hoover made it, they didn't make it. They made a fuss over, but not a massive one. I'm going to go with Jack Robinson. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Good, good work. Yeah, he was 16, 8 months and 8 days. Hoover was 16, 11 months. He was just shy of 17. Hoover looks a proper prospect. Oh Jesus, he looks. Oh, yeah, he really yeah. does. I'd love to see. Him I want to see cup. him. In the, I want to see him in the league cup. Yeah, and I want to see him in the, again in the domestic cups. I just I don't want to see any of the first team squad anywhere near us for the early rounds. I want to see him get told, "Look, you're going to be playing. Get through the rounds. The, the shirt's yours, and see how he gets how he gets on playing with the first team squad." Yeah, because like you said. It's, you can't judge these players playing for the under-23s. You need them playing with decent players. Yeah. And but, with you put, but against that, Kev, you don't want to just throw the basic under-23s team out in the League Cup. You want to sprinkle it with a couple of no. first-teamers. So no. they do get... Um, Only two or three. Yeah. I only want to see two or three. I want to see him and, him and LaRucci and Brewster up front. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to see any... There's no need for anyone else. And then you can walk around the no. rest. Um, 0506 yeah. Cup Final. Who scored the first goal for West Ham? Ask Paul Tavely. Uh, Carragher. Uh, an own goal, and then your man scored the second one. Rain let it through his hands. Dean, was it Dean something? What was his name? Dean Ashton, was it? Was it Dean Ashton? Wasn't it Ashton? That's got the second one. Koncheski scored the third one with a dodgy cross. He retired not long after, didn't he? He retired early, yeah. I think he knee problems. But he retired I think, early, yeah. Yeah, I think that, that might be the name. Uh, Guy asks, who's the better goalkeeper? Adriana Mignolet. Um I don't know. I don't know. I just I think I they're on a par of shot stop. 
I know um I know Mignolet just strikes fear into me every time his name is mentioned, so um yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll leave it at that. Um right, are you ready for your next one? Yeah. Okay, question six. Um let me see. I got I've had six questions, haven't I? Um question six Barros signed for Liverpool for three point two million on the twenty sixth of July two thousand and one. Um who did he sign him from? Because it was just after the Euros, and he had a good loss. Um, was no, it in no, uh, French? Had, no, we had a good Euros at uh, Euro two thousand and four. Yeah, what you're thinking of. Um, he comes after Euro two thousand. He signs the summer after Euro two thousand. Fucking hell! He was only in the baby. It's July oh one. I think he scored on his debut away to Bolton. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, he might have been. really young. I honestly I haven't a clue. I honestly don't know. The team is Banneke Strabe. I think he I think he might be back there playing for them or, or was recently. Um, Roy, go ahead. Give us your next one. Right. Okay. Where is it? Right. Phil Babb was a British record transfer fee for a defender when he signed for us in 1994. Mm-hmm. How much did we pay for him? Uh, it was from Coventry. Yeah. Um, do I have to get it down to the, like, you know, you know, if it was 1.6 no. million, do I have to get it to that? Um, I'm going no. to say 3. Point I'm going to say 3.4 million. That's close enough. It was 3.6. Mm. So enough. even in fairness back then, we weren't signing what we called, we were spending record money. Yeah. Just, yeah. Guy says Sparta Prague was the answer for it. No, Banneke Strava, I think he ended up back there, Guy. I really do. Uh, Guy says 30,000 we paid for Phil Bab. We probably would have overpaid <laughs> at that stage, to be honest with you. It just didn't work out for Phil Bab at all. Um, are you ready for your next one, Kev? Yeah. Question seven. Um, on the 1st of October 2015, against Sion in the Europa League group stages, this defender was made captain of Liverpool for the first time. And what I mean by that is, he captained Liverpool. I'm not saying he went on to be club captain. He captained Liverpool no, he as a player for the first time. A defender. Surely it wouldn't have been Skirtle, would it? It wasn't Skirtle, it was Colo Torre. No. Well, <laughs> it was Colo Torre. Colo. Uh, he's back in the Premier League now, isn't he, with Leicester? Yeah, I think he's, he's back in the coaching. Yeah, I think he's a coach at Leicester. Yeah, he was up at Celtic with him as well. In fairness, yeah, um, he followed Brendan Stone. Good servant to Liverpool, I think. Uh, yeah. Really good servant. He was, a, he was an experienced head when we needed one. Mm. Uh, no, he was. He was in, genuinely and um, gave us all for Liverpool and just probably got him a little bit too late in his career, but I think he done all right for us. Um, hey. Okay, right. here we go. Question eight. Who made who made more appearances for Liverpool? Mm-hmm. Lucas or John Anarisa? Oh. Risa signs in the summer of 2001, I think. 
I think he does. It's actually really close. Yeah. It's really I'm, close. I think he leaves the club. John Arnaurisa leaves the club in... We're under Rafa, I mean, we left... Would it have been... Away, maybe? Would it have been that long? Seven years. Lucas signs in... Was it the summer of O's? Summer of O six. Because he went into the youth team, didn't he, for a good while? Yeah. Lucas kind of came in. But he made his debut with Lucas at Goodison, didn't he? He came on for Gerard in the derby. And his shot is saved by, by Neville. Um, and we win it. Dirk Hyde wins it with the two late penalties. Um, oh, I think Risa leaves the club around 2008. So that's seven years. Lucas might have been at the club for around 10. Um, it would have been close. I'm going to go, I'm going to go John Arnorisa because of Lucas's injuries. You're right. By two. Two appearances. Risa played three, two appearances in it. Risa played 348. Yeah. Uh, Lucas played 346. Jesus. I didn't think, that's a lot of numbers in fairness. Not so much for Risa, it but it seems an awful lot for Lucas, doesn't it? It does, but he made an awful lot of appearances off the bench, um, League Cup games, and yeah, I suppose he was always yeah. there, there about. Yeah, I every just, manager like around the place. Yeah, I just think that the injuries, the injuries is what took it away, him. you know, from from me, from me picking him that time. To be honest with you, right, number eight for you. Yeah, on the tenth of August, sorry, the sixteenth of August, nineteen ninety nine, in a 3-0 win versus Wimbledon at Anfield, um, this midfielder. Scored on his last appearance for Liverpool. Ninety nine. Mm. <sighs> Ruby Paulins. It was Paulins. Kev is back in the yes, game. I'm going on now. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on, give us question nine. We get these last two each out of the way and we can all go and enjoy our Saturday night. Hang on one sec. I'm going blind here. Right. Who netted more goals for Liverpool? Ronnie Whelan or John Aldridge? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <clears throat> Whelan comes on the scene around... Whelan was there for a lot longer. Yeah, well, Whelan... Ronaldo played up. I think Whelan comes on the scene. Does he come on the scene in 81, maybe? Somewhere 81, around 82, somewhere. Um, Early 80s, yeah. And I know Whelan is there till 94, 5, maybe. Although in a bit part role, maybe 94. Um, John Aldridge goes in in 87, 88. He leaves after 80, 88, 89, doesn't he? Yeah, he only has two seasons, but he probably scores about forty goals in that two seasons. Um, I'm gonna go with John Aldrich. It was Ronnie Whelan? Oh, Whelan scored seventy-three. Yeah, seventy-three. 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 John Aldrich scored sixty-three. Oh, seventy-three goals, Ronnie Whelan for Liverpool. Seventy-three goals. That's, that's from midfield. Yeah, that's that's. He, 
I know he's there, like, don't get me wrong, he's probably there 12 years, 13 years, but it's still a good, decent turnaround. And he played an awful lot of left-back, Ronnie Wheel. Yeah, it was, it was funny, enough. I was watching um, Tony Cascarino doing his 1-11, to and he had Wheel in midfield, and he couldn't sing enough about him. Mm. I can I can remember him playing for Ireland, because, I mean, in fairness, when I back then, we didn't get that many games on the telly. Yeah. But I can remember watching him for Ireland, and remembering Charleston, the way that Jack played, Lumping the ball over a midfield with Paul McGrath, Ronnie Whelan, and Ray Houghton in it. Mm. And you're sat there shaking your head. Yeah. But he was different gravy. Yeah, he, he really, was. really was. He annoys me a bit as a, as a, he annoys me a bit as um as a pundit and going to be honest, but seventy three goals. Oh yeah. That's ridiculous. Um right. <coughs> um question nine for you. Yeah. In the nineteen ninety four, ninety five season, Liverpool won the League Cup by beating Bolton Wanderers in the final. Who did he beat in the semis over two legs? Was it Everton? It wasn't Everton. It was Crystal Palace. Was that the Palace side that had Ian Wright and Mark Bright? Or had they gone by then? Uh, I, they would have been gone by then, 94, 95. They were in the team in the 19, 1990 FA Cup final against United. Went to replay, yeah. didn't it? Um, but I think I think yeah. Roy I think Roy goes to Arsenal as the Premier League starts, and Bright I think ends up at Sheffield Wednesday yeah. or something like that. Um, Roy, go on. Is this my last one? Right, here we go. Last one. Last one. Okay. Ragnar Clavin left Liverpool in 2018. Mm. Where did he go? Cagliari. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, Cagliari. Watched him the other night. Actually, he played well the other night against Inter Milan. He handled Lukaku fairly well. Yeah, there was a lot coming out with that about racist comments, though, monkey yeah. chants and stuff like that. Big time. Outrageous. They should start just shutting down grounds. Um, they should really start shutting down grounds. Um, I, no, I can, I, can, I can seriously see TV companies just not buying Italian, the rights for Italian football anymore. Yeah. well, it's, If it carries on the way it's going. It could go that way. It could really go that way. Uh, right, your last one. Are you ready? Last one. On, a- away. on April the 1st, uh, 2000, uh, Liverpool won 3-0 away to Coventry City. Um, a player in, a forward in this team scored his fourth goal for Liverpool after signing on the 10th of March it was his fifth game so in his fifth game of his Liverpool career after signing he scores away at Coventry in a 3-0 win can you name the player what year? year 2000 2000 hmm. I'll have a I have a stab at Varnon. No, but Varnon was years wait. later. Um, it was Emil Heskey. Was, I mean, was it Heskey that long ago? Yeah, Christ. Heskey signed. That wasn't a transfer window that time. He signed. And um, no, it was. I was trying to think of the game. I, t- I think I have a feel. I have a feeling Kirkland's in goal for them. And I have a feeling that Hippia scores and Heskey scores, and I think Owen might get one as well. But I think I'm. I'll tell you what. Or, or that really. That really ages me. Yeah, or See, maybe, maybe, maybe it was was it McAllister scored against his former team. Maybe McAllister hit be a Heskey, but I'd nearly sure Kirkham was in goal. He'd no chance for any of them anyway. Um, but look, that's the end of it. Um, I think I ended up at seven. Um, I could be you wrong. Did really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. you you got your one that you wanted. There's a yeah, there's a reason why I said I hate quizzes. Absolutely <laughs> useless for them. Well, listen, tactics uh, and stuff like that. Fine. This quizzes, nah. 
Yeah, well, we'll uh, no. we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it we'll again. We'll do it again sometime. Um, yeah. Tomorrow is the Fatback Four podcast. Um, I'm trying to think who I have on during the week. Then Monday might just be me. Um, but I'll try to get somebody on. Um, Tuesday we have the United fan on. Wednesday we have the Arsenal fan on. And then Thursday Chris Brack is going to rock up and do the quiz with me, 10 questions each. And then we'll get into Liverpool against Newcastle on Friday. And we'll, uh, we'll have a look at Liverpool up Newcastle. Back to normal. For the, for the, back, to back to normal, exactly. For the majority. And we'll have a look at the other Premier League fixtures that are on over that weekend. Um, it's been the Fatback 4 Daily. Kev, thanks a million for joining me. You've been a star. No problem. Thanks for having me. No problem at all, Kev. Um, yeah, that's been us. Uh, go and enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. I'm going to watch a bit of this UFC and see what happens uh, with Poirier and Khabib. And um, yeah, it's been good. Over and out. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.